0: You are listening to the Postcast, presented by the Locked On Senators Podcast. I'm Brandon Pillar, joined by best friend of the show. It's at Aleem's Martian, the Martian. And I wish we were ha- starting this on happier terms, Aleem's. But, uh, I mean, <laughs> the Ottawa Senators, they are winless yet again. And sure, they get, they get a point in a 4-3 overtime loss to the New Jersey Devils, but... At this point, one point is not enough. Like, are are you just breathing a sigh of relief, being like, "Hey, they made it past regulation. They kind of uh, casted the demons of not getting there and losing by one goal every game." Or is it just another lost opportunity here?
1: I was bre- breathing a quick sigh of relief when they made it to overtime, Pilsy. But, buddy, that you're right. That is not enough. We need to get two points at this point. And let me tell you, they had their fair share of chances, right? In that in that overtime, man, there were so many things that they could have done that, to you know get get a you know a, at least a shot on net in some cases. There was um, plenty of plenty of moments where I, I thought that they had it and then they were looking like they were gonna get it done. But man, this team, they just can't find a way to win. It's so frustrating to watch. It's brutal. And it's almost like at this point, like I'm always the eternal optimist, like, but what even when a game is tied, now I'm like I am nervous. I don't I don't feel as comfortable as I have in the past. It's so uh, difficult to, as a fan, to to think that they're going to be able to get it done because their track record so far has been so bad this year. <laughs> when they're down by one or tied in a game late in the third, it's it's pathetic right now.
0: Yeah, it's it's been terrible in general. And Marcin, I was saying to you before we started, like the hockey gods put everything on a platter for your Ottawa Senators to win this game. I mean, first off, you have uh, Akira Schmid come into the game, and this is, yeah. he has no experience Who? in the NHL. He's cold as hell sitting on the bench uh, at the Prudential Centre, and he comes in with eight minutes left. It's a tie game. you got to get some momentum there. And then not only that, but let's fast forward all the way to overtime, like you were talking about. The Senators yeah. get a four-on-three power play with this cold goalie in, and... I don't know about you, Martian, but I would say arguably a four-on-three power play is the best situation because you got the most ice to work with. And having that fourth guy really adds on when there's only three guys there. And not only that...
1: They but, got four forwards on the ice, Pilsy.
0: Yeah, they got four forwards on the ice. So it's all, all systems go offensively. But I forget who it is. But someone breaks their stick for the New Jersey Devils. I think it was Holla. So now you have a four on two, essentially. And yeah. you have so many opportunities. Timmy's t- teeing up one-timers like no tomorrow. And they just cannot finish this game. And what does it take the New Jersey Devils? I don't know. Six, seven seconds on their power play and bang, bang, quick pass to Hamilton in the high slot and it's in and Forsberg can't see it. Nikki Heischer is right in front of the net. And Martian, I'll, I'll hand this off to you with this question. When the Ottawa Senators' uh, Thomas Schwab takes that penalty, you know the faceoff's going to be in their own zone. It's going to be a penalty kill. Were Mott, Hamannick, and Holden, the three guys you thought were going to be trotted out there?
1: No. This is a, a great point, Pelsey, because I, I had noted it as a thing that I was was watching. I'm like, what's going on here? Why is Mott taking this face off? We have Claude Drew, who's a face off wizard. Just win the draw and get this thing to a shootout and give yourself a chance to win. You got forty seconds to kill. 40 seconds, a, that's it. A power play. Even if you don't want Drew on the ice for the kill, which I don't even understand why you wouldn't, he's probably one of the most responsible guys on the team get him to win that draw for us clear the zone and then if you want to change him out for Mott because you think Mott's more responsible defensively do it but what a questionable decision Pillsy not even the defense i don't i don't care about Holden yeah cuz there is a shutdown guy yeah. as much as I, as much as much as i do caring about who's going to take that face off that was such an important face off in the game And you gotta put your best face off guy. Even Shane Pinto, I would have been fine with. The guy was flying out there. He wasn't getting enough opportunity in in overtime either. I thought, like maybe throw him out there on that on that four on three. But there's two moments in that overtime that if we're gonna skip right to the overtime, might as well get right into it, right, Pilzy?
0: That was just the juiciest topic. So I'm hot on it. So I had to we 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 gotta hit it.
1: You get it at overtime, and then you've got you got the four on three, and you've got Alex to it with a great opportunity. That was basically a set play off a of faceoff off one by none yeah. other than Claude Drew. And it and it goes back around and it comes down low. And Drew feeds him right in the in the high slot. And he's got a great shooting opportunity. And he shoots it wide. You got to hit the net there. And then it goes all the way around the boards, right? Comes out of the zone. The, the penalty's killed. And then we got. Similar situation, Shane Pinto basically on a two-on-one on the rush, and he goes high and wide, and it yeah. goes all the way around. And then what happens? Shabbat's getting caught, and he takes a penalty. And then that's the fucking that's the game. Excuse my language.
0: Yeah, it's it's tough, and that's the frustration of the Ottawa Sanders right now. And uh hey, to, to mix things up, we're gonna bring in a guest here, and this is the beauty of the locked on podcast network is we got local experts for every single team. And we're going to bring in Trey Matthews of locked on Devils. Trey's coming in
1: to dunk on us right now. There he is. is. Yeah,
0: (laughs) There's Trey Matthews for locked on Devils. Trey, I'll, uh, I'll pass the mic off to you. How are you feeling after this game? I mean, what, what a ride for both uh, fans of each team here.
2: Look, we could talk about what led up to OT. We could talk about the defense. We could talk about the offense, but that overtime period, I was on the edge of my seat. Quite honestly, guys, I thought the Senators had it because uh John Marino gets a slashing penalty. Eric Holler breaks his stick. Somehow he's still able to play somewhat decent defense. Yes, I am the guy who called Alex DeBrinkett a rental. Yes. I also <laughs> the guy who predicted that the Devils would have a better record than the Senators. And I also predicted. That uh we were gonna win the season series. So, yes, I am that guy. So, so give me the smoke. Come on, come like 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 hey, on. I'm not crazy. Come you're on, you're looking like,
1: like a very smart man right now, Trey. Because yeah. you, you called all those things, and, and right now for the Sens, like I I I can't I can't stand by this 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 performance that they've been putting on lately. It's it's they are a a, a group that doesn't know how to win. And right now the Devils are a group that is doing nothing but all they win. do is win, yeah. And so a lot of people are saying, you know, the, the, the devils are, are maybe one or two years ahead of the Sens in the rebuild because, I mean... Oh, no, Trey, Marcin, don't tee Trey up for this. The last, the last few years, the devils haven't been performing up to those expectations, right? Like, they've made some big acquisitions in the offseason. Everyone says, coming into the season, look at this dark horse team. The devils, they're going to be good the last two years, probably. And they haven't been good up until this year. So if you look at these two teams parallel to each other, the Devils are ahead. It's a fact.
2: Yeah, I mean, going into the season, my expectations for the Devils were anywhere from a middle pack team to a wild card team first round exit. But I, like, like I uh, was talking to uh, Brandon and also Ross early on in, in the show, I said that I'm a little conservative about it because yes, we were able to get the victory. We won eight straight games, but it's still very early in the season. We This is our 14th game. So it's just like a lot can happen. And the thing that I reference in regards to the New Jersey Devils is look back at the 2017, 2018 season in which they were first in the metropolitan division at around uh, Christmas time, but then come towards the end of the year, they barely got into the wildcard position. So I'm just like, a lot can happen, but I, I'm liking what the Devils are doing so far. They always find a way to just uh, make it an exciting victory because this wasn't their best game. They had a lot of Grade A chances. I think you you know anyone watching the game saw that the Devils had a lot of opportunities. We saw Thomas Shatar trying to create for himself. We saw Eric Holla trying to create for himself. We saw Jack Hughes trying to create for himself, but. Um, I, I just want to say, uh, early on in the show, I made a few predictions. I said the Devils would score four goals. I said that we would see Akira Schmidt in between the pipes for the Devils. Not the way I wanted <laughs> Still it. Still right. Yep. Hell of a prediction. But I mean, it's on site. But, um, but uh, w- what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So we saw Akira Schmidt in between the pipes for the Devils. And he came up big in OT. I'm just like, he's making – those kind of saves, that was exciting to see because he looked scared coming into the game because oh, at one man, point- the first shot on goal, goal, I
1: was like, just shoot everything on this guy.
2: Yeah, because it was just like he was ducking and covering and just hoping to make the save. But I'm just like, oh, boy, we're doomed. But then in OT, he just flipped a switch. And uh I, I talked about Eric Holla just playing lockdown defense or just creeping on up despite not having his stick. He was basically in the basketball ready position. He was like Patrick Beverly just saying like, T- come on, I'm ready. I'm ready. But- um, going back to my predictions, so Akira Schmidt in between the pipes, devils score four goals. And I also said, You're gonna see why I still think Nico Heescher can be a superstar in this league. He got the, he was credited with the OT goal. I know a lot of people thought it was Dougie Hamilton, but it was redirected off of Nico Heesher. So Nico Heesher scored twice in this game, and he continues his point streak. So overall, this was just a an exciting victory for a New Jersey Devils. It wasn't their best game, they gotta have some uh controlled energy. Just because, like, they were getting a lot of opportunities, but they were playing very sloppy. sloppy. I'm excuse. Yeah, me, I'm you sorry. can say sloppily.
1: Yeah, that's a <laughs> like. word of We always day. make we make up words, but man, yeah, that's what we talk about all the time with uh, with Brady Kachuk and and what we call what Nico Hishiro did tonight is captain shit. Right, <laughs> he was leading leading by example on the ice. The whole team played the way he plays. Right, he's a very skilled player. Like the New Jersey Devils. Uh, forward group is elite. When you look at when you actually look at the skill that they have on that team, the way they play, they're so slippery and they're so fast. It's 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 impossible to keep up with for a defense group, especially well, the group that the the Sens have been trotting out lately. No kidding.
2: Well, I want to give credit where credit is due, and you guys actually play very fast too. Like I was talking mm-hmm. to uh, Brandon and Ross early earlier today, which was. Um, the Senators they're actually pretty decent on the offensive side of things and they have a lot of young guns to worry about too Um, but unfortunately their defense not really up to par we don't have the Sasquatch squad Trey you remember the Sasquatch squad of Ryan Graves John Marino Jonas Siegenthaler Dougie Hamilton and so on and you know you know something it it was just a very it was a very entertaining game to watch and quite honestly guys I, I was I, I did uh, do some chirping uh, on locked on senators once again, because I did bring up my old tweet that I talked about over the summer in which, um, you know, I said that the devils would win the season series. They're going to have the better record. I was getting ready to just like, say, maybe I should retract that statement before I look stupid again. But then, but then they, the devils just came up victorious in OT. Like I said, it wasn't their best effort, but you know, they still came out. Uh, they came out with the win and we've won eight straight games now. And this is the first time that we've done it since 2011, but it's a bittersweet mo- moment for me right now, just because VTech Banchek is yeah. now out. I don't know what the situation is. Uh, the fact that he was still able to continue on in the game uh, uh in an intermission pass, and then they took him out in period number three. I was just like, okay, maybe it's not a concussion. Maybe it's not worst case scenario. Maybe he was just like, you know what? I'm not really feeling too well. Can I just come out better to be um, safe than sorry. But it would. It was just overall. It's just like we got to worry about that now. Now it's like, are we going to have to rely on Kira Schmidt? Are we going to have to bring up Nico Dawes from Utica? We're going to have to go to our emergency. Yeah, pack? where are you going? Yeah, but Devils come away, come away with the win, four three in OT. Yeah, yeah that's going to be
0: interesting for sure, Trey. And anytime you have something like that where both your starting or like your starter and your backup are out. That can change the odds of your betting lines. And the place you can check that out to find those new odds, you guys already know it. It's betonline.net. They got all the latest odds, scores, player props, totals, over-unders, whatever you like. They got it at betonline.net. And it's not just hockey. You can check out baseball, basketball, golf. Boxing, UFC, whatever you like, they got it. So go to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. It's the trusted online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. Guys, it's betonline.net where the game starts. All right, Trey, something we like to do after every single game in the postcast is give out Sen Central standouts. So as our guest, we gotta we gotta talk about the senators. You've had your chance to uh, hype up the devils, well deserved. They're a fun team, it was a good win for uh, for New Jersey. They keep the win streak going. But when you were watching the Ottawa Senators, who stood out to you in this game? Who is your Sen Central standout?
2: Uh Shane Pinto. Uh, yeah,
0: that's the easy one, Shane Pinto, eh?
2: right? A great choice. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, that's probably the no duh answer. It's probably the generic one, but i to take it. I, that I got to take that. Um, let's see who, who Trey, else? He
1: What's had, that? so, so Shane Pinto had all his buddies in the stands tonight. Apparently yeah. he had bought 50 tickets for group people. Cause he's a, he's a long Island guy, I believe, but I think he grew up in, in the New Jersey area mainly. So all his buddies were in the stands. So he really wanted to put on a show tonight. night and on the Canadian broadcast, they were tossing on, like, his his group of buddies in the stands. And they were just going bananas every time he would score, right? They'd be, like, putting up his jersey. They all had Pinto jerseys on. Different types of jerseys, right? Like his Nodak jersey. We needed Ross in the crowd they, they there with his 12. Nodak Pinto jersey. Jeez. Yeah, they had a number 12 Pinto jersey. They had a 22 Pinto jersey. They had a 57. They had the, the old 3D. There you go. Somebody pulled it up there. And there is one of his buddies giving the middle finger. Double yeah. deucer.
2: Do,
0: that, to
1: that few, is bold to a few of the uh, New Jersey faithful in the crowd there, which is a bold move in that area, if I'm not mistaken. I've never been there myself, but I don't know if I'd be uh, pulling out the double middle finger in, in the middle of New Jersey, but. Um, I mean, for well, Shane yeah, Martian so, in New Jersey, you're going to get
0: a whole lot of, uh, Hey, what do you think you're better than me? You think you're better than me? So <laughs> yeah. that guy, I probably heard a lot of that.
1: I mean, yeah, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, you're right. Trey, like for him to have the game that he had tonight with his buddies in the stands, like that was a really nice pick.
2: I got two more. I got two more. Oh wait, whoa, oh, whoa! You gotta leave
0: some for us here, Trey, because there's not a lot of pickings for the Ottawa Senators tonight. We <laughs> gave you, we gave you the low-hanging fruit, but uh, Martian, I'll, I'll let you, I'll let you go next here. When, when the Sens play good, we go around a couple times, but uh,
1: yeah, usually we're, we we're not, we're not go having one twice of those if, they're, if yeah. they're playing okay. But right now, I think it's gonna be a one-time goer. But um, yeah, for me, it's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be uh, Jake Sanderson and. Yeah. Um, you know, as, as the young slick defenseman that we know he is, I, I feel like he had a really good game tonight. I think he had the one assist, um, he had a few different shots on goal. He was creating out there. He's, he's a smooth defender. And I think him and Hamanek always work kind of well together. Um, I know Hamanek does take a little bit of heat from the fan base, but he had a Gino tonight too. So, and that's two and three games that, oh no, two straight for Hamanek. So two goals in two games for Hamanek yeah. too. So that pairing is working. I, I like that one. Um, but, I mean, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much where I'm going to leave it, I guess, with Jake Sanderson. I just thought he he played his game tonight, and he wasn't a liability at all. I know he's still a rookie. There's times where sometimes he, he does look like a little bit of a liability. But, I mean, right now, the way he played tonight, that's a Jake Sanderson game. And when I said he, he looks like a liability, I'm mainly talking about the last game against Vancouver where he had a few hiccups. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm going to go Jake Sanderson on my standout here, Pilsy. All right, decent. Uh, I'll hit the good people with my Sun Central standout,
0: and then we'll get you out of here, Trey. I'm going with Claude drew as my Sun Central standout. Like, Love it. The thing is, you bring him in to win faceoffs, and he won 75% of the draws that he was in, 12 for 16, especially in the defensive zone, Martian. Like you mentioned, would have been great to have him for that penalty kill, 6 for 7. In the defensive zone. So, this is a guy that gets it done in the dot and can get it done in crucial moments, which I would have liked to see him there instead of a winger Travis Mott that doesn't take a lot of uh, face offs to begin with. So, he's my Sense Central standout. Um, Trey, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, before you head out, hit the people with uh, some shameless plugs here. Where can they find your work and uh, where are you at on Twitter?
2: You can find me uh, wherever you get your podcast from uh, Locked on Devils. You can also. Subscribe to the Locked On Devils YouTube page. Close to a thousand, about two hundred, less than two hundred away oh, now.
0: Nice. Let's get Trey there, guys. Sens hey, fans, Trey, support I just guy. You, get him to a thousand.
1: I just toss you a follow, Trey, so the people can find you, to Trey Matthews, right? Like you just type in Trey Matthews on Twitter, you'll find the man.
2: Yes, I am. I am verified, and, and that's a legit verification. That's
1: you know, <laughs> like a legit Philzies.
2: verification. <laughs> uh, and, and also, before I leave. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to uh, Forsberg in between the pipes for the yeah. uh, players uh, played actually pretty decent for what was happening. Devils had a lot of high danger chances, especially in period number one and as the game progressed. So shout out to uh, Forsberg in uh, that sort of uh, respect for trying to hold down the fort.
0: Yeah, he was an honorable mention for me, too. Uh, the one goal, I think the first T-shirt goal it was, you, you want back. It kind of slips through him. But other than that, I thought he was pretty good. So, yeah, thanks so much, Trey, for joining us. And, yeah, guys, go help this guy out. Get him to 1,000 uh, subscribers on YouTube so he can I'll start making numbers, a little uh, extra shekels here. Thank you very much, Trey. We'll talk to you later. Congrats on the win. Hey, good
1: Thank meeting you, you, Trey. Nice meeting you, too.
2: Have a nice
0: All right, guys. Hey, that's the beauty of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can just do that quickly and get good insight there. But, Martian, now that we can get a little more uh, zoomed in on this game, I mean, we got to talk about it. It's finally – oh, okay. It's just me talking about it, I
1: guess. (laughs) It's the (laughs) Show, baby. (laughs)
0: Finally, finally we got producer Ross uh, behind the scenes here. But finally, we're in a game with no Nikita Zaitsev. And you think that would really make a difference there, Martian. Um, and yeah, things changed. However, Thomas Shabbat played almost 32 minutes. First, what's your opinion on a zaitsev world for your Ottawa Senators? And then we'll get into Thomas Shabbat.
1: Well, I'll start off by saying that a zaitsev world is a good world. I... I... Personally, the love that he's no longer on the defensive corps, And it's not a personal shot. I just think he was the worst defenseman on the team. And he was always getting ice time. So get him out of there. That's a great thing. You're eliminating a lot of mistakes just by getting rid of him, I feel like. He doesn't provide offense. We all know that. And, you know, he he's a liability at most times. So good to, good to see him out of there. But what I will say is somebody else on the decor made up for the lack of Zaitsev, and played a little bit Zaitsevy tonight. Pilsy, Eric Brandstrom did not have a good night tonight.
0: Yeah, and that is definitely reflected in his time on ice. He had the lowest time on ice for any defenseman by a mile. Only played 8 minutes 56 seconds. Holden then had 12 and a half, and you got four guys over 20 on the D-Core, and as I mentioned, Thomas Shabbat with, Around 32 minutes. So clearly DJ Smith did not like Eric Branstrom's game, but man, I halfway through the game, I was kind of convincing myself, all right, Tom Shabbat's like having a better game here. He's looking a little more decent. And then as the game went on, I was like, I I feel like I'm trying to force a a shabby good narrative. Because we like the guy. He's been on the show. He's been a great defensive for this team. We felt good about the contract when it was signed. He's just having a weird year, but it went from bad to worse. Like that penalty he, that he, he took at the older? end there, you, I I really didn't think he needed to go that hard on. Uh, I think it was sure trying to get by him. Like sure, you, you can try to impede him, but he made it really obvious. Like the ref is gonna call that play. So oh, it was, it was Hughes oh, yeah. that was trying to get by him there. So uh, that's just something that when you're Thomas Shabbat, you got to find another way to stop that play from turning into something big, other than taking a penalty with 40 seconds left in OT.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I, I feel like, I don't know what it is with Shabba. I feel he's just, he's lost a step. Like that, he's never been an overly explosive guy, right? He's always just been kind of a smooth skater. But, like, he's not separating himself very often anymore. And and he's getting caught a lot of the time, too, which is the weirdest part. Because, I mean, he's he's kind of been steady back there as, like, a two-way defenseman, I would say, right? Um, but I wonder, like, I mean, he's he's played a lot of minutes for a young guy like is he just yep. maybe getting like a little bit older like is, even is, even
0: without playoffs like the miles on this guy's legs is crazy
1: yeah like what is he 26 like he's still pretty pretty young but like that's yeah. that's around the time that like you know your body might start deteriorating if you're abusing it with like physical dur- endurance and he has been and you know he gave it to us a lot early here in his career and and i think that it was through a time when the team was so bad it's almost like it it wasn't used in the in the yeah. best way either but i'm not saying you can't get back to that i mean no, look me at eric, yeah. i mean look at eric carlson right now like i mean he's he's like 7 years older than than Shabbat and he's still giving her so um i'm not saying you can't get back to that but right now he just you need to cut down that ice time, like 31 minutes on a 26. I'm not saying 26 is old, but like on his body with the, the amount that it's been through already, the perfect number for me is 25 minutes, no more, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, now when you get a power play in overtime and he's your top power play guy, that's going to inflate those numbers, but still, because take away, let's be conservative, those two minutes, and he's still playing 30 minutes here. So, it's just too much altogether. And, uh, Martian, the thing is, I really thought, okay, JBD's coming up here. And last game, he really propped up Thomas Shabbat. Like, yeah. their coursey was around 70%. I thought they played really well. Not exactly the story here as I'm looking at natural stat trick and their five-on-five time. JBD and Thomas Shabbat played about 21 minutes together. 13 Corsi for 25 Corsi against good for a 34% uh, Corsi there. So, I mean, yeah, not great. That is a major shift. So, you're hoping that that was the ultimate extreme, and then this was the ultimate low. And hopefully, they can find somewhere closer to the middle, closer to that 50% range. Hopefully, above the 50% range. Let's be real.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with you 100% there, Billy.
0: Yeah, so we got into the game. We brought on Trey Matthews. We did our Central standout. Let's say we uh, we had After Dark Martian here because uh, we got more to talk about in this game. And we had a big, big guest on today's show. that it, we, we got to oh, credit man. you, yeah. Martian. We will do that as well. And it's the Locked On Center's podcast. Your team every day. We don't stop. We got another big guest coming on tomorrow. A recurring guest on his third week in a row. I think that might be a tease that gives it away too much. But stick around for the postcast after dark, and we'll get into all of that. It's Locked On centers Postcast, your team every day.